0: Oh, you start. Oh. Hello. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and well, this is how it's going to be. Good. <laughs> listen, it will start this way. Welcome to another episode of the Eliminating Excuses oh. podcast. Let me tell y'all, it's, gonna, it's already started fun. So it's going to continue to be fun. Um, y'all today, well, first of all, y'all know I'm Sheila M. King, and I am your host, and I um, on this platform, we learn, balance, grow in our perspective, and we are accountable. And so today, we're going to talk about the eliminating excuses as it pertains to ourselves. So Ooh. we want to talk a little bit about making sure that we're eliminating excuses within ourselves. And I have my girl here. Oh, my God. It has been so fun already. Miss <laughs> Carrie Croft. What's up? Who is the owner of the Vitamin M Box, the Vitamin M Suite? Carrie, introduce yourself, love.
1: What's up, everyone? It's Carrie Croft. I am the founder of Vitamin M, the Vitamin M Box. M standing for all things melanin. So we are a box subscription service uh, curated with life lifestyle items. So luxury self care items. All by Black-owned businesses. We also donate a portion of our proceeds to charities and nonprofits that aid in building, empowering, and uplifting the Black community. And we also curate different events and platforms to bring vis- visibility to Black-owned brands. Let's Period. Vitamin M. Y'all hear that all <laughs> over these
0: social media uh, networking world? I need y'all to connect with Carrie on the Vitamin Inbox. Y'all know I don't normally do that on this, this podcast that's only a month old, but... We always got to plug these businesses. So, sis, we're going to start out with something that one of the questions. Now, everyone knows when they come on this platform, they do not have the questions ahead of time. Um, They may or may not know (laughs) what they're going to talk about. All they know is they're coming on this platform to talk and have a conversation with me. Real life questions, real life answers. So that's where we are. So the first question, sis. What are you grateful for in yourself? Not not as it relates to you being a mom, a wife, or anything. Like, what is it about Carrie when you think about you that make you grateful?
1: I know, Um, right? God, that's not attached to motherhood. not attached
0: to anyone or anything. Carrie as the woman.
1: Um, I always say my heart. Right, because I've I've always been naturally a giver, um, and always wanting to help people shine, and that's just innate. The second you tell me that you got something going on or um, you need to talk to me about something, I'm always there to uplift and motivate and just Thanks. to to help you like build your business or put your name out there, even before even if you're not ready. Um, that <laughs> <The> part. <laughs>
0: you ain't got to be ready you get out here go
1: <laughs> you got this go.
0: I, you right you got it do something hold on let me, call, let
1: me talk let me tell all the people
0: <laughs> <laughs> listen girl and and that's actually um so this is well this is not an interview but i just wanted to say that's one of the things that i love about you as well like no matter what you are consistent and you always showing up like if you if, if I post something, if nobody else shares it, (laughs) Carrie is sharing that post to every platform that she has access to. So I love that about you as well. And I'm going to say that concerning myself. Um, I'm grateful for my ability to keep going despite what's, what happens in life, you know, sometimes, um, and even as we talk more about the self aspect, because, you know, with eliminating excuses is we're teaching people how to, to eliminate excuses in parenting, business, finances, relationship, and self. And so if we're not whole, if we're not right, if we're not having the right perspective concerning ourselves, how can we truly be there for those that we love? How can we truly show up in business and work and all of that? And so just knowing all of the things that, you know, the stuff that I've gone through in life just to be yeah. able to show up, you know, it's a different grace that I have. And I'm grateful to be able to be here.
1: And that's what I admire about you. Cause <laughs> your journey, like I, I probably would have broke down a million times over and you just keep going and and it's admirable. It really is. And it's, it's, it's beautiful that you literally, you really don't let anything stop you. But, but here's the thing, right?
0: Mm-hmm. I feel like it's not. It can appear that way, but because I have y'all, and I, by y'all I mean the people that rock with me that love me. Mm-hmm those times where I want to because I remember conversations and this goes into self-care and the self where I was like I looked you in your face like sis, it ain't good like I'm Mm -hmm. tears in my eyes like this is a bad time Mm -hmm. but to know to know that about me to the point where I could reach out and say help Mm -hmm. I think that's what helps us to be able to take better care of ourselves when we have people that say Sheila it's okay sis it's Mm -hmm. okay
1: to not do it's okay to not be okay today and that's what and I do want to you know track back and say that like when you have a moment have your moment you have to let that out and break down and it just helps that you have a support system absolutely girl listen okay
0: so y'all listening out there get your support system because that's how Mm -hmm. you can better care for self yeah what would you do if fear was not a factor and you could not fail
1: ha (laughs) what would I do (laughs) (laughs) what would i do if fear was not a factor
0: and you can't fail so there's no it's all you're gonna do is win no matter what it is
1: i would be in everybody's face with everything i'm doing and i'm talking business wise like yeah you like and a lot of people are here already where they say no is my biggest motivator right Mm -hmm. i think i still have the hesitation (laughs) Yeah, no, I, I, it has to be ego or what it whatever it is. That fear of no? Like I I'm not ready to face that yet. I'm not I don't like it. I don't I'm like dare rejection. you tell me no. I don't like rejection. I'm not there yet. It's not motivating me right now. I need people <laughs> to talk to me where no motivates you cuz I need it to motivate me. <laughs> so, so because of that, I dial it back a lot and I steer through my comfort zone.
0: And mm. the people
1: I'm comfortable with, and the groups I'm comfortable with, it's only now that I'm venturing out and being a part of um, groups and 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 things that where it's not typically my comfort zone. So if fear never stopped me, y'all would get tired of me, and I wouldn't give a damn. Can I say
0: <laughs> Period. Period. Listen, so I'm I'm making a mental note of that one for our our private conversations. <laughs>
1: Um, I know. I, I see the judgment in behind them eyebrows. It's this, all right. We can talk about you see that. them eyebrows now. <laughs> oh, I'm not gonna do that. Um, let me see.
0: What would I do if fear was not a factor and I could not fail? Um, I think I think it would. I think it would be the same, sis. I really think that for me, it's the same. I think that I would step out a lot more. Because I'm stepping out of my comfort zone within my comfort zone. Right. Mm-hmm. Like this is this is ex, this is as scared as I plan to get. <laughs> so once it becomes uncontrollable fear, then it's like, uh, yep, nope, step back. You went uh-huh. too far out. So I think that's one of the things I think I would step out a little more into those into the circles that I don't feel like I'm qualified to be in.
1: Right. Because you know,
0: sometimes you you step in these circles and you're like, ah, I got this, you know. And then there's those mm-hmm. other people where you have overqualified them,
1: mm-hmm. and so
0: you don't feel like you deserve to be in a room, but we all deserve nah, to be in a room.
1: Nah. yeah. Belong in that room. Period.
0: Y'all don't see me
1: in that room. And <laughs> all
0: my sequence. All of them. <laughs> and don't you say nothing. Focus at the issue at right. hand. <laughs> So, um, why are we so hard on ourselves? I I want you to answer the question for me. Why do you feel like we're so hard on ourselves?
1: I'm sorry. Can you ask that one more time? Why do you feel
0: like we're so hard on ourselves? Like in stepping out and what we do and pushing out our product, um, whether it's, you know, stepping back 10 years before we actually launch something, because it has to be perfect before we do it. Like, why do you feel like we as individuals are hard on ourselves
1: you know that's a good question um hold on one second real life moments yes ma'am Here, no take that and go please thank you yes
0: yes, and one of the things while you're go ahead no no no
1: yeah so um that's a good question so as i've been on this journey of growth right and i've been um you know, talking to my, my spiritual advisor and there was this one session and she said, I need you to start celebrating, celebrating you more like, and she was like, I'm generally talking about, you got up today, high five yourself. You, you were able to get everything in order in the morning and drop Jones off of school and then start work. High five yourself. She was like, you can sit here and tell me a lot of things that you're not happy with what you've done or what you feel like you haven't accomplished, but I've never heard you celebrate yourself. And I, I have not tapped into why it is so much easier to nitpick at the stuff that you don't feel like you're doing. Yeah. And I don't know if it's putting yourself on a timeline. I know I put myself on a time. <laughs> I know I put myself on a timeline.
0: Um, I don't. Girl, you good? Go ahead.
1: (laughs) Is it going to be a full moon? Hold on. Listen. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I haven't I haven't tapped into why it's easier. To give to 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 not celebrate ourselves and, and easier to nitpick at what you're supposed to do. I know I put myself on a timeline of where I think I should be. Uh-huh. And you're not supposed to do that, right? right. You're supposed to be patient because everybody's journey um has its own path. Absolutely. Um and has its own pace. So I'm work I'm working through that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I haven't tapped into why that is. I don't know. And I, I feel like I didn't have any answers. See,
0: with me, um, I feel like the reason why I'm so hard on myself is because I have my idea of what perfection is to me. Mm. And so I don't care how many times somebody encourages me and if I'm not satisfied with it, it's like, no, it has to be perfect. And again, it's not your idea of perfection. It's mine. And if I don't care how many times I see somebody out here doing reckless stuff, for me... <laughs> I don't want to have my name out here in these streets the wrong way. So I think it's um, we're hard on ourselves because we have our own idea of perfection,
1: Mm
0: -hmm. um, as well as we measure ourselves based on someone else's success or the appearance thereof.
1: And I think it's it also compounds the fact that, you know, us being black entrepreneurs. Right. I feel like we put so much on ourselves because there's already an eye watching us, or there's already negative yep. stereotypes on us on what people deem black businesses are. Yeah. Um, so I feel like that minute that something doesn't look right as far as your branding or something, like we're like, oh dang. Yeah.
0: I can't. But we do that to happen. each other too though.
1: Yeah. It's yeah. like we
0: can we can go in. These, I can't, I'm not going to say the big names, but we go into these big super centers and stuff, and and they can mess up all day long. Prices can be off. And we're going right back. Maybe mm-hmm. not to that one if we run into too many times, but we're going to a different one. But with us, we don't extend the same grace.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, and I wonder if we start extending ourselves more grace, we'll start extending others mm-hmm. that same mm-hmm. grace that we're given.
1: And that, let me tell you something that word grace, that has been my word <laughs> for the last. Yeah six months, give myself grace. Oh, it has good. been rough for all of us these past three years, right? Yes, ma'am. So whatever you're feeling or whatever you don't feel like doing that day, give yourself grace for not doing it.
0: That And and one of the things when I'm coaching people, I tell them, like, set realistic goals, right? Because we have these ideas, and you and I, we're mothers, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I, you have Jones, I have my five daughters. And there are so many different things in our head that we want. We believe we can get done in a day. Mm-hmm. But if we're not realistic based on where we are, we're going to keep finding ourselves disappointing ourselves and then getting discouraged because we're not meeting these um, unjustified expectations that we put out there. <laughs> when right. we can just create a better plan.
1: Do you know, I used to, um, when I'm setting my uh, tasks for the next day, I used to have a task list of like 10 things. And that has nothing to do with home life. All things I think that I can knock off in my business. 10 things I think I can knock off in a day, not including home life. That's not including getting Jones together. That's not including cooking. None of that. Wow. And got mad with myself when I couldn't cross off those 10 things. You were ambitious. Ambitious. I was a fool. I was like, what? <laughs> I was looking back at my planner last year, and I mean I was really upset with myself, like Carrie, like stop being lazy. I'm lazy. That part you're trying to tackle all 10 things in a day. So yeah, so that task list has gone down to five, sometimes three. (laughs) depending (laughs) on what that task
0: is. (laughs) So so let's switch it a little bit um Mm -hmm. with you as a mom. How do you feel about the idea of your son dating? I know you're not there yet, but, but I just, I want to know if you're one of those moms. Well, well, what's
1: what's the specific, that's a broad question, like dating. And I want
0: you to answer like him dating period. Like the idea of if you think about him because he's young. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: So if you think about him now, when it's time for him to start dating and bringing a lady over who's going to eventually you know replace mom um as far as the the governing authority as a woman how do, what do you what do thoughts come to you what what do you think about i've always wondered that with the mother of yeah. sons
1: i haven't thought about that yet but but i know what i do do i um there are certain things that i instill in him now cuz i don't want to raise that mama's boy that's does not doesn't know how to treat a woman doesn't know how to respect them um so there's there are certain things now we do with him at six um I, a facebook memory popped up from last year i think it was last year and he had a neighbor and she she's she's a little she's a couple years older than him and she invited him to a birthday party and he was like and I was like, "What toy do you want to you get her for birthday?" He was like, "No, she's really nice to me, mommy. I want to buy her flowers. You know, I see daddy buying you flowers, so I want to buy her flowers." So it's little things like that that we, you know, the 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 the, the minor things at six years old. Yeah, show him right. And
0: and as a mom, you're okay with that. Like mm-hmm. you're you're not one of those moms that are like, uh, "Not my baby. Go
1: no. ahead." we ain't gonna cause more damage before it. <laughs> no man
0: listen because there's some moms that be on the line that that their sons are 35 years old and they still giving these women hard time <laughs> that come over because they don't want their baby to be connected to nobody else but them right like they no, like the idea of that that's not healthy but mm. with the reality of it, when they bring the little girl over, it's like, what you want? What you want with my son? What's your intention?
1: Right. Have we unpacked your son? Like, well, how, you know what I'm saying? Like, have you even figured out that? How was he treating the woman? You know what I'm saying? Like, oh Jesus. No, no, no. We ain't starting them unhealthy habits. In the Croft household. I dealt with none of, enough of them in my dating life. Yeah, <laughs> my son ain't gonna be one Listen, of them. because when i tell you
0: when i was talking about that whole marriage piece last week with archie i was like i i think back um to when i was married to my first husband and and the the craziness that was attached to that and it was like what what are we doing here as as like i'm He's a whole adult. And then you then you as the woman is like, do I have to teach you how to respond? And this this is weird. Yeah. How so that's why I was wondering because you yeah. know I don't have sons. Yeah. How how do you do?
1: Yeah, that's one thing that I knew. Once I found out that I was having a boy. <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna teach him what not to do. <laughs> that part. We're gonna raise him right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> We're not gonna do that,
1: or try. I should say, try our hardest, because you never know your 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 child's path can go completely left when you trying to you're yes. trying to steer them right. So you, never all know. you can do is train so them we, up. You Just do your best. That's it. That that's, that's all good. you can do.
0: Okay. Here's another one. Do you feel that you need to know the why before you start something, or should you just do it regardless? Whether you know the why or not, you should just move.
1: I think you should. I think the why helps motivate you.
0: Okay, I'm gonna rewind because I forgot to answer <laughs> to kids. like, what about daughters dating? Oh um I can't see um, the
1: comments. So you
0: gotta to... um about daughters dating. Um
1: come on five, come on starting five. first of all,
0: you're still starting five. What's what's crazy is um there is, and I'm not even afraid to say it, there is a slight fear, um, because of the generation that we're in now and not There are not a lot of I have not met as many active mothers who have sons that are teaching their sons how to be men. And so um, I've you know, my my oldest daughter have herself a little boyfriend, you know, and um, he seems to be a very good young man. Um, And then my second oldest, she trying to have herself a little boyfriend. Uh And I'm like, listen. But <laughs> it's I trust my babies, right? I trust my daughters as much as a parent can trust their daughters. But they are children, so it's like you all mm-hmm. trying to make adult decisions, and you want to, oh, this my, ooh, he's so cute, uh. Oh. And it's like, okay, that's
1: gonna happen, right? It's puppy, it's puppy love at this stage. Listen, but but that's the that's the thing that that bothers because men,
0: men, young men, they go around planting seeds. I, or a mom with a daughter, has in their house. <laughs> and it's like those are those different things I'm, I, I'm like c- concerned about. Because mm-hmm. it's how do you completely address all the things without allowing fear to be your child? Because you don't want to be led by fear. You want to be led by love. But I also... I also know that you know we run into those situations with guys, and we know from our own experience with guys what they're capable of, and nobody wants their child to go through foolishness with these people. I was about to call them something else, my favorite word, but you know. yeah, but uh-huh. yeah. So, so I'll I'll leave that at, at that. But yes, we can go back to the why, knowing the why.
1: <laughs> but I do want to say that I think you do a good job with. Um, trying to have open dialogue with them, right? I think that's important when you're raising kids um, to create open dialogue so they can feel comfortable. Kids are not going to feel that comfortable talking to their parents. They're they're always going to hide something. That's just Mm -hmm. what it is. Um, But at least they know if something popped off or anything, like they can come to you. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So you've created that open dialogue relationship that if they're ready, or if if they'll ever be ready, um, that they can talk to mama. So.
0: And that's one of the things too that it's um, difficult, and why I make sure that I try to make sure they know they have a a, um, a support system outside of me, right? And and I know some parents are like, no, I need to know everything, and but there are certain things I just can't handle. Like yeah. if look, if they call Auntie Carrie, um you call T.T. Carrie, she gonna soften it up and bring it to me in a way so that I can have time. Be <laughs> the buffer. Listen, <laughs> be the, said, the all buffer. Okay, the <laughs> but sometimes I they've said some things to me and I'm sitting there like, okay. So then we have the conversation. We had to have a conversation often where it's like, listen, I may not always respond in this whole soft tone, because first right. of all, that's not my personality in itself. Right. But oh you know, God. I try to be understand. <laughs> <She's> so ignorant. <egged. laughs> I try to be understanding, and I try to you know kind of talk it through, but sometimes it's like, why did you do that? And I need you just as much grace as you want me to extend to you to extend that to me as your mother mm-hmm. you know i I don't care how many books they have out there. no one can tell me how to t- raise you and train you as a daughter as my daughter, and we're gonna mess up mm-hmm. and so Take off that unrealistic expectation that I should be
1: perfect. Right.
0: And I'm going to take off this unrealistic expectation that just because I teach you everything that I think you should know, you're going to do it all. (laughs)
1: That part. That
0: part. (laughs) Okay. We'll go back to the why. Why do we weigh our success on what other people say or do?
1: Mm. I
0: know, right? You know, there's, and I'm 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 going to speak a little more about that because- Sometimes um people don't feel like they have succeeded because it doesn't no one has said that this is success um or it's measured by like I was saying earlier what I saw somebody else was doing and I'm not doing that you know I may have my podcast but their podcast is booming or um I have my business but their business is booming why do we just not own our own successes why does it have to be based on the weight of somebody else's words or affirmation,
1: because people, a lot of people love validation. That part, right? there's a lot of people that um, need that self validation. I always say that's a dangerous place to be. Yes, ma'am. Because if you if you get on this path where you're just doing things for people to validate if what you're doing is is dope or the right thing to do or you're gonna find yourself spinning in wheels. All the time. And who are they to be the one to validate you? That part. I don't, I don't move that way. Like, I, I, I don't, I can't. Um, it's, it's frustrating to watch because you can see the people that do it. Yes. Um, and it's unhealthy. Yes. Because you're never gonna get onto your right path if you're just doing things for applause.
0: And people change it all the time. Like you see so many different people changing their vision, their business, their um, how they parent, um, how they do their relationship, their marriage, their friendships based on what somebody else said. And it's like, are they even present with you? Like, are they walking this journey out with you or are they just looking at something they saw you do and felt like they needed to judge and make a judgment and tell you how you should change it?
1: And people out here fickle as hell. That so you, you go here try to cater and 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 switch things up based on what people the opinions that people are giving you, you you're gonna be spinning and going with the wind all awesome. over the place and wondering mm-hmm. why you still stuck and wondering why you're miserable. That leaves you miserable because the second you put out because you used to this validation, right? And the second you put out something, and it's crickets listen all listen. in your feelings and ready to toss the table and and then it's like, then
0: how do you determine whose word outweighs the other? Right? Like, okay, Carrie said I should do it this way. Then Mika said I should do it another way. Then Melissa said I should do it another. Way. And it's like, at what point do you step back and say, Okay, what did God tell me to do? Or or what what is my purpose, my path? What is it that I'm supposed to and do? What yes. do I
1: really want? That, listen, <laughs> you know. girl that's the first question what do i want what do i want what do i want and what do the outcome what what do i want this outcome to be from this action
0: because then that plays into what we were talking about with the why 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 the why is so important Mm -hmm. doing things just because somebody else said it or Somebody else was financially successful with it or um, somebody else went and wore purple when they went to this restaurant and they found their husband of 15 years. So maybe I should go to this restaurant and wear purple, (laughs) you know, but people are so desperate. I am so like I can't even tell you how many times I've heard people that are so desperate to get what it is that they see someone else has that they'll do whatever it is they did. Did you say walk on on sticks for three days?
1: Mm, Don't
0: wash up. Okay, uh, like since I'm so like <laughs> laughing, but I'm serious, and and that's what desperation com- That's where desperation comes. That's when you don't know your purpose and don't know your why, because it's not just even. And I talk about it in my book. It's not just knowing your why. It's why now,
1: mm-hmm.
0: right? Mm-hmm. So I know my why. This is why I'm doing it. You know, generational wealth, legacy, establishment, all of that. But why do I need to do it now? Mm-hmm. And it's more than I don't want to die, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, before it's done. But right. like, is it so that my children can have a, a life that they don't have to stress? After, um, is it for me to not have to clock in every day, all day? Like, what is your purpose? Why right. are you doing it? And that right. that will definitely help. Go ahead, sis.
1: Um, and I and this social media has played a big deal of it, and I, this is a lot of reasons why these kids are. I shouldn't say that. One of the reasons why these kids are going into depression the way they are is because of all the fluff they see and it's fluff. You have no idea what's going on behind the scenes or what that person had to do or how many years they put in to get to. You're only seeing the end result, even if that's the real end result. Girl. Because it's social media. That's why I don't do the, oh, their, their relationship goals. Oh. Oh, she's successful. I'd, no, no, no one human being is my goal. Never. <laughs> <One>. <laughs> you don't know what their relationship is really like. Want something that, go. Part, that That's good.
0: That, that really, cause I, I like that you said that because mm-hmm. it's always, that's the, that's the generation. I feel like we're going toward and we are in it's, all of these goals based on what is seen, like versus what is actuality, right? right. And so even one of the times with my daughters, some of the things I tell them, like I, I try to find out, like I look at some of the things they look at. Um, we had a conversation once um, where one of my children had brought up something that somebody was saying on Instagram about the Bible. And it was a particular story. I'm like, even if, cause we don't argue the Bible, but but let's let's break this down. And so mm-hmm. to understand the concept that she was saying just in a regular black and white, it didn't make sense. It was like Eve's apple wasn't really the apple wasn't really an apple. It was figurative. And I'm like, we're not even finna go mm-hmm. through all of that. But one of the things, one of the ways we can help them get through the fluff or understand that there is fluff is to one, be realistic in our own lives, right? Mm -hmm. Letting them see, I saw Melissa had tagged me or sent me a post that was pretty much talking about how um, we have this idea and we've been brought up to think about superwoman, like being a superwoman, is like, yes that's goals right goals and, right. and what we me, do are we take away the reality of what life really is because you always see mama making it happen and you always see daddy making it happen or mom and dad you know if it's a two-parent home mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and so i'm not saying drag them through all the craziness that is life because there are certain things especially if you know the maturity of your children what you should allow mm-hmm. but there are certain things where i'm like listen i'm not saying we broke I'm saying mm-hmm. that's not in the budget. Right. So, that's not a part of the plan um mm-hmm. whether if you see people all these fake body parts and stuff, you know, be happy with what you got because not only do we see the good side of it, let's look at these other characters that didn't have a good Our side, of them, right? <laughs> Listen, I'm not even going we're not even going to go there. Not but fairly. but that's it was a question that was raised you know how do you teach the children or show the children that it's fluff it's i think it starts at home everything yeah. starts at home and if we start being real and transparent and and having the conversation sit down and ask them hey what do you think success looks like have you have you even sat down and asked your child what's what is success to you because we used to think well i don't know for me Growing up back in the day, all these cars and these big houses and stuff—they mm-hmm. blinging with the gold all down and stuff—and mm-hmm. it's like we like, "Hey, that's success. I want that." Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, <laughs> look at these, look at these non-filed taxes.
1: <laughs> I'm not doing this with you tonight. This is what I'm not doing with you tonight.
0: <laughs> but but if we start to balance it out at home, like we start mm-hmm. to teach and then find out what where their mind is. And educate them around that. Okay, this is what you believe. This is what I'm gonna tell you. And then you weigh the information yourself. Figure it right. out yourself,
1: right? Right. You got anything for that? Uh, no, I think you nailed that. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, said, I said what I got to say. Y'all gotta stop with these hashtag goals, be your own goal. I'm not be saying and I'm not saying goal. people can't inspire you. I got yes. a, a ton of people that, that inspire me and motivate me, um, the same that you do with affirmations, right? But as far as saying, yo, their goals, this is where I want to be, because this is what they look like, or this is what they're doing. And we gotta stop that. That's nonsense.
0: That's, that's- See, and then what happens is you put yourself in a position to get discouraged or um yeah. fall back because if they fall. So this person that was girl, I can't even say no name. Never mind. I'm- wait no I'm gonna say the situation you know the guy that was talking about all these you know women you know a deadbeat dead, be dead or, or you know a bogus man and and this guy was just making a whole lot of money Talk trying to help educate the women and come to find out he was she own. Oh,
1: that's a whole nother podcast talking about the men trying to tell the women what to do you already know how I feel about them and 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 when they are and they're always exposed right always exposed people always. are broken hearted you know why because you're sitting here listening to these men or let I me mean, because these men are gonna start attacking me. Listening to these self-professed um coaches or professionals or yes that really don't have anything going on. Like you can't tell people how to move if you're not moving the same way. That part. What are we talking about? That part. and why are we listening to them? And we gotta tap into that why too, because there's a lot of insecurities why they their their information and their message you're drawn to it
0: yeah and that goes back to the self right you have Mm -hmm. to know why is it that i'm every day i'm scrolling through and going to find something that tears down somebody else like why is it that i i'm attracted to this profile that constantly that is not doing anything to grow me what 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 is
1: motivating me me. you're telling me what i'm not doing and who I'm supposed to be. And if yeah. I look at this type of woman, she's getting this because she's this way and you're yeah. not, how is that motivating you? <laughs> why would I put that in my psyche? Why would I, no, thank you.
0: Because it goes back to what I was talking about too. People are desperate. And so it's like, working. do have to work and so maybe I can find, maybe if a man is saying it, then maybe it's true. Maybe I need to make these- because he's saying it like
1: he's a man wouldn't he know see the eyebrow (laughs) Mm.
0: (laughs) do you feel there are times that you have to play it safe when saying how you feel and that's in all relationships so think about business think about your spouse think about you know as a child friendships do you feel like you have to play it safe I don't so like I'm this preface knowledge. this. <laughs> I'm, I'm a little nervous about that response,
1: <laughs> So I'll preface this by saying my delivery is not that great. Okay? Um on Yeah. So I know that about myself, right? But my people know that about me too. Yes. Um so if you're if there's a friend that's seeking advice, mm-hmm. right? Um, and I give them advice and they don't like how it's delivered. Um, but you don't hear the message. Don't ask me for this advice. Because you know me, right? So you don't play it safe. No, I don't. If I can... And I feel like it's different. I feel like it's different in different situations. I feel like it's different from like giving advice to your girls versus, um, I don't know, versus whether you're at work and you're talking to your employees. Right. Versus how you, I don't play it safe with James. That's for sure. <laughs> we are very direct with each, each other, other. So there's that. <laughs> whether we like okay, it or not okay. <laughs> Um. versus how i deliver things with jones so i think every situation is different but typically on a whole i don't really cater or or change my who i am and how i deliver things now if i was if i was a toxic person and i delivered it in a like a mean girl way right. yes i would switch i would change that right if um someone's saying yo That was bad disrespectful. Or (laughs) why would you say (laughs) yeah, I would switch that up. But I'm not, I'm not, I don't, I'm not disrespectful. I don't disrespect my people. So I don't mean it that way. I just mean sometimes I could be very curt and direct and be like, this is happening. And do you feel that you should
0: do you feel that you should be direct, not play it safe with those that you're in relationship with?
1: I don't I don't think that I don't think that's a black and white answer. Yeah, I don't, I don't think for me, I wouldn't, but I also have a circle of people that we rock with each other and we know each other. Yeah. So, you know, if I tell you anything, I would never harm you. Right. Now I'm not perfect. So if I did say something that genuinely hurt your feelings.
0: I expect you to say something.
1: Tell me. Mm-hmm. And I'll, I'll always uh, I'll always apologize and take accountability. You know what I'm saying, and then look back at it. Um, but I I think not everybody has a solid circle.
0: That's good. So That's if you
1: good. have if you have the friendship where you're a bunch of around a bunch of yes people, or your friendship is fluff because there's a lot of fluff out there, um, I think it would be a different situation. Yeah, of people, we're kind of real, we're real with each other,
0: and and so. On the flip side for me, I um I don't play it safe at you know. all, no matter the relationship. <laughs> um, like I said in my very first show, like you'll never be able to say you didn't have the information. Now, like you, if if I need to adjust how I say it to you, if you felt disrespected, um, let us both unpack that because mm-hmm i don't go around just charging off at people i don't care who they are i don't just go off trying doing that Mm -hmm. but also one thing i know is if you felt disrespected then why don't you try to unpack that as well because Mm -hmm. it's not always my delivery i don't care how strong i am it could have just hit something right Mm -hmm. so if if it Mm -hmm. hit a nerve on that as well don't don't just put (laughs) put that all on me like you should have said it better like but is the information valid that can we (laughs) No, like
1: seriously. Isn't it the way we, it is? What Did I lie? But did I lie though? But did I lie though? <laughs> so,
0: <laughs> but for real, and, and I think that we, so many people get so caught up in how something is said and they miss the entire message. Like they miss exactly what was being said. First of all, the fact that you know the intent of people you know, the energy, the spirit behind when somebody comes to you, that's Mm -hmm. first and foremost. But if somebody comes to you and tries to tell you something that they saw, receive it for what it is, do change it or don't like, but why are you worked up about it? Like, because everybody's
1: different. Right. So people, people take in things differently. So where something would not faze me and roll off my back, one bit like i don't sleep up over the next person it can really drain them like and really bother them and get under their skin should they impact that yeah but you know we can't tell people how they should feel correct about right so at that point it's either you deal with me or you don't you ask and me or harder. you don't
0: yeah, yeah. And I think that's the biggest part, too, because I feel like a lot of times it's all it's one sided. It's like, you know, be careful how you say and be careful how you do. I'm not telling you how to feel, but don't tell me how to respond either. Like if you respond that way, I have just as much right as you do to respond how I respond. Like, let us all own our parts.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, no, I agree. agree.
0: Because, you know, we, we have a lot of sensitive people.
1: And it's okay to be sensitive. It's Let's okay. Put it out there.
0: Let, let Carrie say that. It's okay to be <laughs> it sensitive. It is okay. Carrie said, y'all, it's okay for you to be sensitive. So be sensitive. Okay Carrie.
1: To be in your feelings. <laughs> Help me.
0: So, why? This is one thing I know about you. Um, so I'm going to ask this. Why are relationships so important for you?
1: What, versus just uh,
0: casual, like all right here, like why is the building of relationships, communities so important?
1: Um, well, like what you said, it's that feeling of community, right? Um and that camaraderie and the like-mindedness and the celebration. Yeah. Um And that's with me building vitamin M, you know, just me bringing black people together, that celebration of us um, being excellent in our own right, um, helping each other out, the support system, the mentorship, all of that. Um, It's helpful, it's needed. Um, I feel like people should work on that more.
0: Yeah. Um because you we like can't you
1: do have- we can't do things by our, I mean we can't get far by ourselves.
0: Correct. And that's what so that's what I was about to ask. Do you feel like um it should be you should have and they could coexist together, but do you think you should have a community for each part of your life? Like there should be it shouldn't just be this is my good friend that every so often like do you think you should have a community? to support you in every area of life. Let me say that. Oh,
1: well. yeah. 100%. I do, and I do. <laughs> <laughs> I do. <laughs> For um, real. Yeah. It's, it, it's you. You need the same thing. The same reason why you need your group of girls. Right? I've never been the type of person that once I have my man, you'll never see me. I need my girlfriends. <laughs> I need that. Right? <laughs> Give me my I'm girls night. Please, <laughs> get out of here. Yes. But the same way I need that for an outlet to just be and laugh and joke or cry, if you need to cry, you kind of need that in every, in different aspects of yes. your life.
0: Absolutely. So
1: whether you're seeking spiritual guidance, you have something for that. Yes. Whatever you, whatever, Whenever you're seeking um mentorship or just being motivated to keep going you have a circle for that yeah you know so yeah community is important man how do you handle if there's a breach in a community mm. i need more i need more for that like what's like it's,
0: you know because there's and and i'm going to say whether it's you know a girlfriend whether it's an offense with your husband whether it's um at work there's an issue because you used to work a traditional 9 to 5 you know so like how do you handle when there's a conflict a conflict there's an issue like within the community not not just some random right someone that you have built relationship with in some way shape or form um
1: after it's addressed or prior before to, like do I address it at all when
0: you find out that there's an offense
1: there's an issue how
0: do you how do you handle it
1: within I mean, the I'll, I'll address them and how the outcome is then i mean i'm quick to put up a wall and i don't, I've always I, I I can i cut off i can love you from afar cut 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 the cancer off and keep it moving <laughs> that's that's what i could do that, if, it, if if i if it's if it's toxic behavior i should say that not if there a mistake happened or gotcha. You know what I'm saying? We can address it and discuss whether we move forward, you know, still rocking right. with each other or not. Um, but if it's someone that's toxic and there's no accountability to who that person is and their intention is bad, to, intention is everything. Yes, absolutely. You know when somebody messed up but their intentions are good and they really didn't mean it versus someone who just rolling like they just don't care and they just over here just being wild
0: so how how many offenses are they allowed or is it depending on the person
1: whom the toxic or the because the toxicity of course
0: we know the toxic the wall is already up like we're not even
1: (laughs) get on somewhere block block everybody know like i'm quick to hit them social media block (laughs) buttons and, and in real life too i i don't have the time
0: but what i'm saying is so let's say the intentions are good but they keep Fouling out. Like at what point do it become, you know what? I understand your intentions and your heart is good, but right now you just
1: so if they keep messing up, is their intentions really good though? But they could because so this what, is what I think. What's the what's the mess up that they keep doing? I this is what I say. This is what I say all the time. Okay, right. So if we have if we have a relationship of whatever, mm-hmm. right, and you don't do something that hurts me. Or you said something sideways that I was like, mm, "What? What's really behind what she said? Behind yeah. that giggle? You know <laughs> how people say things and, and laugh at all, listen. but it's really mm-hmm. disrespectful. Um, if the if the first time you address it, like, yo, I don't, I really didn't like how I felt away. Yeah. And if you care about me, and if I tell you how you handled me, hurt my feelings, and you keep doing it, then your intentions aren't good. Because somebody that you care about is telling you that hurts me. How many times do I have to say that I don't like that? Well, what if it's, so
0: I was trying to think of an example. So what if it's what I do to me that causes you to feel some kind of way? And I'm giving examples. So I have a, a friend of mine who, um, uh, she would just disappear. Like no communication, no nothing, just, Out the blue, out of there. And so um, every so often, you know, I reach out and she'll come back three months later, six months later, maybe, you know, like, hey, I just needed time. And I got to find that that was her habit. But I was like, listen, I care about you. And with all that I know that you're going through. And of course, yes, that's my issue. But I also want to be there for you. Right. I know what isolation and your own thoughts can lead to just in general, people that isolate themselves when they're going through, don't always do it in a good space um, or know how to kind of gather themselves while they're isolated so that they can come back better. Right. So sometimes it's not good. And so we, she kept doing it until I got to, even though I addressed it initially, like, Hey, I just want just text me, let me know you good to the point where I got to like, look, now, I'm, I'm going to put a, a GPS or something on your phone because I'm going to come find you. Because what I found is that she wasn't necessarily at her best when she was away. And even if we could just laugh, I don't have to be the person. You don't have to sit and talk to me on the phone. But text and tell me I'm going on a sabbatical, you know. Can I be real with you? Relationship. And it got to the point where it was multiple offense. Well, not I'm not even going to say offenses. But it was multiple things that pricked my heart. Like, come on, just tell me that you're gone or you know, but she did it until it became something that I was like,
1: look, fix this. So so can I be honest with go you? Ahead. That's a you problem. It is. That's that's you wanting to be a fixer. You can't if if she if that's something that she always does, if that's how she handles things, even though you know that you don't know where that can go wherever she goes into this space, there's nothing you can do, but Correct. Yo, check up on her if you don't hear from her, you don't hear from her. But that's nothing to be like, I can't rock with you because every time you go through something, you disappear and then you don't respond to my text. She's not responding to your text because she's going through something. That part,
0: <laughs> but so you can't. I'm not trying,
1: as I'm not
0: trying, I'm not trying to fix it.
1: All you, all to, you I try have... to be there though, you're trying no, to no, there, no,
0: perfect. no. All I want to know because there'll be times where she would go through something where maybe the phone was off and she probably needed some help financially or like things would happen so that it wasn't every time she didn't answer. It was because she was in a space. So to keep me from trying to invade your space, just, asis, I'm out. So she started doing it though. She literally over the past three, four years started to just a simple text. Like, Hey, you know what? I'm in a space. I'm like, how you doing? I'm in a space. Okay. When you come back, you come back. But I just felt like, I feel like when we're doing relationship, not only is the expect Now, I'm not unrealistic mm-hmm. in the, the expectation. Sometimes we hit so hard, we can't say nothing, right? Mm-hmm. But I also know when we're building relationship, the conversation piece is important. I
1: don't want you to. But not everybody, not everybody is good what? with that. And what? that you what? have to be okay with that. You, you are a communicator. Okay, But
0: the people that deal with me, then they tell me that then, right? So if we're having a conversation and I'm telling you as your friend, this is what I need from you or is this something that you can do for me? If you tell me that's not something you can do for me, then okay, we're good with that. But don't tell, I don't know what show it was on, but don't tell me you can do it. And then you don't, and then you want me to be okay with the fact that you didn't do it. Because, well, you just know me. No, G, we had a conversation about it but,
1: but to be fair on her side at this point if it was repeated behavior yeah you do just know her you I should. do know that she just I should not do that
0: i <laughs> should listen but i'm grateful that we are back around on that side of town and we good now uh good. she have listen i know now like even when she don't tell me in and, and she come back out the blue and she'll just send a meme like Like you really acting like you've been here this past six months. Okay, we'll go with it. (laughs) So, but I did adjust on my own as well. Good. Carrie. Yes. Oh my God. Tell the people how they can reach you, sis.
1: Oh, yes, yes, yes. You can find me on all social media platforms at the Vitamin M. Um, You can find my YouTube channel, the Vitamin M Suite. And yeah, that's how you can reach me. It's fine. Yes, and definitely oh, check yeah. out my website, <laughs> thevitamininbox.com. <laughs> Subscribe to some boxes. So yes, get some boxes. businesses. Oh, Sheila's oh. shirts. I am eliminating excuses. Shirts are in the boxes this month. Thank you so much, Sheila. And then this month we're also donating a portion of the proceeds to Women's Wellness Lounge, founded by our sis Delana Watkins. Yes. So check out thevitamininbox.com. Mm-hmm. Treat yourself. There's self care, luxury self care items, all all by Black-owned brands. So, yeah.
0: I'm um. so excited! Thank you so much, sis, for being on oh, here with man, me. Oh man, it's a
1: pleasure. You know, I love sitting down with you. Oh, <laughs> I love you so much,
0: y'all. Listen, y'all can catch past episodes on Apple uh, Podcasts as well as Spotify. You can rewatch this over and over, listen to it, share it with your people. The Eliminating yeah. Excuses Podcast. I am Sheila M. King and continue to learn balance, grow in your perspective, and be accountable. Y'all have an amazing night.